the truth being preached in a very simple, powerful way that is soundly biblical and calling people into a surrendered life. And to see the beauty of repentance, to see the the working of the Holy Spirit, all the dynamics of that. There's all Mm -hmm. kinds of touchy-feely conferences people can go to. But to have something that is really going to not just bring the presence of God, but going to bring depth to their soul Mm -hmm. and teach them how to walk with Jesus a little more, I think is of tremendous value. Since the year 2000, Pure Life Ministries has been holding an annual conference in northern Kentucky. Hundreds of people join us every year to hear powerful messages, to share in wonderful times of corporate worship and fellowship, and to seek hard after God. In this episode, we'll talk about the origins of the conference, we'll give you a little background about our conference theme this year, and we'll let you know what you can expect if you join us April 23rd and 24th in Northern Kentucky. That's what's coming up on this episode of Purity for Life. We're glad you're here. Stay with us. So before we get into our show today, we need to give you some really basic information about our upcoming conference. I asked our Purity for Life editor, Patrick, to ask me some common questions about the conference. He's an intern, so he doesn't know anything. Wait, what? I mean, he's got a lot of really good questions. Hey, thanks for coming in. Sure thing. Hey, Nate. So when is the conference? The dates are April 23rd and 24th, which is coming up really quick. Yeah, where will it be held? The conference will be held at the Ark Encounter. What's the Ark Encounter? Oh, that's just the life-size replica of Noah's Ark that was built by Ken Ham in Williamstown, Kentucky. Wow, sounds cool. So, the conference, is it in a huge boat? Mm, No, not quite. It's next to the Ark in a 2,500-seat auditorium called the Answer Center. Okay, how much is it? The price is $115 for adults and $35 for children. What's the schedule like? That is going to be a little bit too complicated to get into right here, but here's an easy breakdown. On Thursday, April 22nd, we're offering a pre-conference for married couples. On Friday, April 23rd, there are three main sessions, a breakout session, a time of intercessory prayer, and plenty of time for praise and worship. On Saturday, April 24th, there's one final session as well as our alumni and friends benefit banquet that evening. Between the final session of the conference and the banquet, there's plenty of time for people to tour the Ark, to fellowship with friends, or to get a tour of our residential campus. So for my married friends, um, is there childcare? Yes. Okay. Is it going to be a great event? Double yes. Hey, Patrick, thanks for asking these really common questions. You are welcome. All right, so in the studio with me today, we've got Pastor Steve Gallagher, our founder and president. We have Kathy Gallagher, our co-founder. And we've also got Glenn Meldrum, founder of In His Presence Ministries and one of our regular conference speakers. Guys, we are just two weeks away from our annual conference. And for those who are planning on joining us April 23rd and 24th, 
I thought it would be a blessing for you all to talk about the background of the conference, the purpose of the conference, and also to shed some light on the uh, theme of this year's conference, Babel, the tower is nearly complete. Pastor Steve, let's start with you by talking about the history of the conference. Yeah, the idea came uh, really from the Keswick movement uh, back in the 1880s. There was a, um, I was going to say conference, it was a convention, they called it, that occurred every year in England, uh, the Keswick Convention, and some of the deeper life teachers of the time, uh, names that we still recognize today, Hudson Taylor, Amy Carmichael, F.B. Meyer, and, and really quite a few people that have really impacted my life. And the Lord spoke to me one day back in 99, I guess it was, and uh, just put it on my heart. Wouldn't it be an awesome thing if we had a conference that had a deeper life focus? Mm-hmm. In other words, instead of doing what you would expect of a ministry about sexual sin, being all kinds of you know how-to classes, yeah, yeah. it just being a time of getting on our faces before God. And Glenn remembers those first couple of conferences, it was like that. I mean, mm. it, um, we can talk about how it evolved over the years, but when we first started, it was all about seeking the Lord, mm. and it was very powerful, those first couple of conferences especially. And that was because, um, also to add to that, um, what was happening at Pure Life in the student body and in the staff, God was really moving there. And we felt like we wanted to invite people into that to mm. for them to experience what the men were experiencing, what the staff was experiencing with the presence of God in the ministry, because it was powerful. People were changing and it was exciting. And we just wanted others to taste and see. So that had a lot to do with the whole drive of getting the conference going. Well, I was just a speaker, so I didn't have any of the uh, motivation behind why to do it, so I was just invited. But uh, it was a powerful time. Those, the first two that I went to and spoke at were just really great with the presence of God being poured out just in a very wonderful way. And I guess that was uh, the thing that was most important to me uh, was just being in the presence of God. And uh, being in an atmosphere where God was showing up and his power was was being made manifest and lives are being touched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of that, Glenn, uh, Bobby Lloyd, who uh, oh, had his own – or you know, he has his own organization now. But um, he came to that first conference. Now, he's an ex-New York gangster, okay? Uh, but he was sitting in the back row – he had been sitting through like a day or two of speakers, and he was bored, honestly, because he's used. He was used to back in those days, real like um, uplifting, exciting, exciting <laughs> yeah, services yeah, yeah. and stuff. And he was bored, but God came on him powerfully, and he said it was like a bubble around him. And all I know is I was sitting up in the front, and he just started screaming. Mm. I don't know if you remember that, but he just started screaming out. And I knew right then what was happening was God was coming on top of, on him, and it was just a, an unbelievable experience he had. It changed his life. He was changed after that. I think that that story really illustrates 
the thrust behind the conference. It's not about coming together for good, solid teaching or、mm -hmm. for us to get some more ideas and concepts. It's about like we want people to be touched by the living God. That、mm -hmm. is where true inward transformation happens, and man, we need that in our world、yeah. today. Well, you know, in today's world. Of、uh, sexual sin has become so compartmentalized, and、mm -hmm. so people think, okay, I'm just got a problem in this compartment. I'm really walking with God, but <laughs> I just have this little problem here, and so I'll go to a sexual sin conference, and we'll talk about how to do this and that, and accountability and stuff. That's not it. It is. Coming into a reality, the reality of God in your life, His presence in your life, and your whole life being turned upside down—that is the only answer to sexual addiction.、Mm. And so that's why the conference is really a right along with the thrust of the entire ministry、uh, focus on people coming into a real life in God.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, He's going after the whole man, not just. That compartment, and as for women as well, I know a lot of women have come into the ministry,、um, come to the conference, especially, and have been. They got so much more than they expected because they were coming because their husbands had either been through one of our programs or read a book or something. So they got involved and they wanted their husbands to get it together. That's that was their end game、mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to get my husband fixed, and they come. And they meet with him、mm -hmm. in a way that some of them have never experienced the Lord before. The presence of God was so powerful, is so powerful, and so their hearts were broken and open, and the fragrance of Jesus was just、mm -hmm. running through the place.、Mm -hmm. And it, you know, it was individual. It was very individual, but it was corporate as well. But there were people. I think, especially of the women, because the women are the ones who have been hurt by their husbands, and they're not expecting necessarily for a touch from God for themselves. They、mm -hmm. want God to touch their husbands, but、right. they come and God gets them, and it's powerful.、Hmm. It's a wonderful blessing.、Mm -hmm. well, one of the things with、uh, the message that is there of the deeper life is Tozer brought out a thought that really there's no such thing as the deeper life.、Hmm. Um, it's、yeah. just Bible. Yeah, yeah. and if we preach the Bible, if we preach the truth, the deeper life is going to be there.、Mm -hmm. The problem is the shallowness of the church in America,、mm -hmm. for the most part, is is just it's so shallow that they don't、mm -hmm. have anything close to the deeper life. And when people start to hear it, they're like wondering where in the world this came from. And so I think that's part of the thing that's important with the conference as well, right from the beginning, even up until now, is the idea of the truth being preached in a very simple, powerful way that is soundly biblical, and calling people into a surrendered life,、yes. mm -hmm. and to see the beauty of repentance, to、mm -hmm. see the the working of the Holy Spirit, all the dynamics of that. And that is extremely important, and I don't think people understand how important that conference is. There's all、mm -hmm. kinds of touchy feely conferences yeah, people、right. can go to, but to have something that is really going to not just bring the presence of God, but going to bring depth to their soul、mm -hmm. and teach them how to walk with Jesus a little more, I think is of tremendous value.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, what you're basically saying is what you said in your book, Radical Jesus. 
is that the normal Christian life is radical. Yes, mm-hmm. but, yes it is. But the modern church has so minima- minimized and dumbed down. dumbed down, yeah, that's the term, dumbed down Christianity to where the normal Christian life looks like it's only for superstars. Mm-hmm. And it's not that way. If you're yeah. a Christian, you are radical mm-hmm. if you are a true believer. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's – yeah, I thought of your book because um, that is the message of your book. Yeah. Good plug for it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can the, pay them later. <laughs> the conference really introduces a lot of people to that quote-unquote deeper life it, mm-hmm. because there is such shallowness in churches mm-hmm. for the most part, I think. And Christians are accustomed to being um, spoon-fed mm-hmm. um, half-truths some of the time. I don't know what the ratio is. I don't know sure. how much. But there's such a lack of conviction. There's a lack of um, surrenderedness. And when you come to the conference, and we're not the only ones. I, I want to make that clear. We are yeah. not the only ones. There are pockets now. I'll say it that way. It probably used to be more normal to have this quote-unquote radical life with Jesus. Now it's pockets, but we're a pocket. Mm. And people can come into that pocket and find out in a brief weekend what it looks like to be in the real presence of God, the presence of God that is life-transforming. And, yeah, it it reminds me of a place that we went to, and we would sit in meetings where no one— said a word, but God came powerfully mm-hmm. in that silence. It was powerful silence, and it was just me and God. There was no voice of man, although God uses the voice of men, but that's the kind of presence of God that just it changes people. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I think of Abraham and the voice that Abraham heard. You know, He couldn't see him, but he could hear him. He knew him in the interior man. That's what happens at the conference. You f- you hear him, you find him, you sense him, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, yeah, it is life changing. Well, yeah, what I was going to say is, and some people do this. They come to the conference to get a sense. They like men who know they need to be in the residential program, but they want to check us out, mm-hmm. which is wise. Mm-hmm. Come to the conference yeah. mm-hmm. because the same presence in the conference is in our weekly meetings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yesterday, our our uh, Sunday meeting yesterday, I really felt God's presence in a powerful way when we were worshiping the Lord yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was just wonderful. And, you know, when you are living in that kind of atmosphere day in, day out for nine months, man, you can't help. Yeah. I mean, you have to really dig your heels yeah. in and and defy God to um, not have be transformed mm-hmm. in that place. And, mm-hmm. you know, some people do that. But there are so many that get powerfully affected at Pure Life, mm-hmm. uh, and it is because of the presence of God and those kinds of teachings. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things I think that people need to understand about the conference is that it's not going to be on sexual sin. Mm-hmm. So it is on the deeper life. Mm-hmm. But something that I think is interesting with it, and this is a very different dynamic, um, and I guess the first time I saw it, not at the conference, but the first time I saw it was, I don't know, maybe seven years or so ago, preaching at uh, in one of the chapel services. But I look out at the men, and I'm going, 
is that an Amish man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah so right. Had the suspenders and everything. But, you know, Steve wears suspenders and he's not Amish. <laughs> but, uh, they told me I needed them to get to heaven. So that's like... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just the diversity of that. Oh, yeah. And so the conferences have that diversity from all mm-hmm. kinds of denominations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just think that's an important thing. So that people aren't saying, well, I don't want to go there because it's not my tradition. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I think people need to come hungry, looking for Jesus yeah. mm-hmm. and wanting to taste his presence, whether yes. they've ever experienced that or not, that they come just saying, God, I want to know you. Yeah. yeah. That's a very good point, Glenn. I, I would like to say that because I know way back when, after um, when I first got saved, I was in a Baptist church, and then eventually I was introduced into Pentecostal circles, and they terrified me. I was freaked out of my mind by these people because I had been taught that that's not the Lord. But mm-hmm. I just want to encourage people to leave behind your tradition, and you've already said it, come hungry. Mm-hmm. Just come hungry for Jesus. It doesn't mean Baptist, Pentecostal, Amish, Mennonite. It doesn't mean any of that. Just come with a hunger for God, and Mm -hmm. God will absolutely meet you in that place. He does. Mm -hmm. He does it all the time. Every week at Pure Life, at some level, that is our experience, and we want others to come in and enjoy that and get a fresh touch from the Lord because we all need it, especially now. Yeah. Well, one of the things I think that is very powerful at the conference, and I don't know when this was started, but it's a service where uh, they actually put chairs out and they have people pray for mm-hmm. the, the people that come who mm-hmm. want prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, some tremendous things have happened. I mean, mm-hmm. I could just give the testimony of a couple of years ago of, of one husband and wife, and uh, he was shaken when he sat down to talk with Jesse and I because mm-hmm. we... Uh, were able to speak into his life in a way that was very powerful and effective. Mm. And, uh, you know, he went into uh, OCA, the uh, Overcomers at Home uh, program, and his marriage was just radically changed. Mm-hmm. But it was wow. coming to the conference mm. that became the open door, but mm-hmm. not just the conference, but it was that personal time of ministry mm-hmm. yeah. that was there. Yeah. And so that is just a, a unique time. And so it's different. I mean, there are going to be some of the traditions out there that aren't used to it, but mm-hmm. you can't think it's strange or bizarre because it's really not. It's just uh, people that are walking with God that are there to pray for those that come to the conference. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, it's biblical. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very biblical. <laughs> yeah, it. in one way, it's very much like a family reunion for yeah, a lot of it people. Is, yeah. That's right. And so for people who are visitors, I'm glad that you guys are talking about this because people who are visitors, this is their first exposure to Pure Life, it can almost maybe feel like I'm on the outside coming into a family event. Mm -hmm. So you guys are definitely giving some comfort to people that they shouldn't feel like that. They're going to be warmly welcomed. Oh, yeah. And it's the atmosphere is very much like that. People do feel welcomed. In fact, we have actually instructed our staff over the years to, if you see someone that you don't recognize, go up and introduce Mm -hmm. yourself and Mm -hmm. just... Make them feel uh, welcomed here, you know, and be part of the family. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's God's heart for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. 
Can we talk briefly about the um, conference theme? Because it's pretty provocative and maybe some people don't even totally understand what it means. Babel, the tower is nearly complete. Maybe you guys just weigh in on that. Well, I'm still trying to figure out what it means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All I know is I, I told Kathy this morning when we were talking, and I said, I remember exactly where I was on my prayer walk mm-hmm. when I felt the Lord speak that mm-hmm. theme to me. You know, babble, the tower is nearly complete. And I, I think the basic sense of it is that things are happening at such a rapid rate in the world now. You know the the um, how fast catastrophes and earth-shaking sort of world events are happening now. It's not like it used to be fifty years ago. I mean, it's one after another after another. Just look at the last year and mm-hmm. the knowledge and the hard-heartedness towards the things of God. Things are definitely um, moving very quickly which is also uh, predicted in Scripture for the, the last uh, days. So I guess in my thinking, now, uh, you know, I didn't come up with this, all right? I really felt like God spoke it to me. So it's not like I sat and thought, okay, how can, sure. what's the right theme? <laughs> it was nothing like that. But I believe that the Lord's idea with it was to just uh, increase awareness and um, – a sense of concern and to break out of the apathy that this culture breeds into Christians. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so – well, that's what you spoke on yesterday, Uh, just the um, spiritual sluggishness and apathy, and it so easily comes upon all of us. And to break out of that and Mm -hmm. break into a fresh new life in God – and, man, I'm telling you, we're coming into a time where the decision is going to have to be made once and for all. You're either going to be fully on board with God or you're going to be part of the world that is fading away. And, you know, Christians have been able to have one foot in both worlds up to now, but that time is going away. And we're going to, people are going to have to make a decision um, if they are really going to walk with the Lord or not. And so I think so, some of that is behind that. I was theme. thinking about also, um, if you think back to Babel, the original Babel, the whole point of that was defiance of God. Mm. And that is like th- our culture, defiance. Yeah. And um, I believe that judgment is at the door, if not already in the door. And judgment begins in the house of God. And he is dealing with his people. And I think this whole last year is such a um, a picture of sifting. There's been a sifting that's going on. It started, it started before, before 2020 and all the craziness that happened this past year. But I think that that sifting um, separation process has begun. And... Um, so you've got all that, but you've also got this powerful deception that's yeah. been unleashed. It's powerful. Yeah. And people actually believe that they can live in habitual sin yeah. and walk with God. Mm-hmm. That's the deception. Yeah. And that's the defiance that's in, that's in mankind and God, he's just let us spin our spin it out for however long, but I really think he's closing in on us now in his mercy. Um, 
and those who are for him must be for him, and those who are against him won't be able to help themselves. They won't be able to play the game. Yeah, it's much gonna. Longer. It's almost over. It just feels like it's imminent that the game, the games are done, mm-hmm. and now it's time to figure out whose side are you on? Are you for God or are you against Him? There's a theme that is found in the Bible, going from the Tower of Babel, and you know, it takes us right into the Book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say. <clears throat> What I would say is that there's a lot of strange stuff out there on Mystery Babylon, mm-hmm. and that's not what the conference is going to be on. No, no. Um, so I think that's an important thing to understand. So it will be dealing with end times, but not a particular approach to it mm-hmm. or a theological. Uh, all the charts and all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be looking at the aspect of the need to walk with Jesus yeah. and to be right. Uh, we have a promise that he's coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle, and he will make sure that happens. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry about that. It's all right. And he is going to purify his bride. Now, the bride may not be as big as we think, but he will come back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. Mm. And this is what I guess what part of the conference will be about is the 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 warning, helping the church be the true church during these times. Yeah. And... Mm. That's one thing that I see from my preaching ministry out there as an evangelist is that I have felt, especially in the last year or so, the real necessity to help the church walk with Jesus, stay saved, walk in a place of real commitment with him. And I think that's what a, a lot of this will be about is, is helping people to understand the time is short and how are we to live. Mm-hmm. So how are yeah. we to live in these days mm-hmm. and what does that look like so that we're not caught unaware? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I think as I've listened to everything that you guys have shared, really the thing that sticks out to me is that if there is something inside of you that is yearning for more, mm-hmm. you just want more, then come <laughs> join us yeah. in uh, Williamstown on April 23rd and 24th. So yeah. thank you guys very much. Yeah. Our it pleasure. Was good. Yeah. I trust that this show has given you a good understanding of what you can expect if you join us for this event on April 23rd and 24th. It is going to be a really special time, and we'd love to see you there. So please, pray about attending. 2020 was rough. It was really rough for a lot of people. And more than ever, we need to know how to walk with God. That's one thing that's becoming more and more clear to me. We need to know how to live in the presence of God because information about Christianity and knowledge of the doctrines, it's not going to carry us through the times that we are coming into in this nation. So please consider attending. But whatever you decide, may this next week find you seeking Jesus with all of your heart and may God bless you and make his face to shine upon you. For all the information you'll need about our conference, you can just go to conference.purelifeministries.org. That's all for this week. Thanks so much for joining us on Purity for Life. Purity for Life is a production of Pure Life Ministries. For over 30 years, Pure Life Ministries has been the go-to for those whose lives have been devastated by sexual sin. 
Visit us on the web for more information about our life-changing counseling programs and powerful teaching materials. Also check out our video clips of men and women whose lives have been radically transformed. All that and more at purelifeministries.org.